Welcome to Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns, a podcast made with love in Kalamazoo, Michigan by Nicole and Michael Van Putten. We take topics we find interesting and we research them online. Then we get together each week and we talk about them. You can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can use show notes, listen to previous episodes, and add your comments. Do you have an idea? Let us know. Send us your suggestions for a future episode today. Happy podcast day, Nicole. How are you doing this beautiful day? I'm, I'm doing. Did you notice that the seasons, they are a changing? Yeah, it's freezing. We have snow in our forecast. Snow. Snow. I'm in denial about that. Yeah. Just chilling, denial population me. When, um, now this is going to be a shock. Do you, uh, do you want to hear it? Sure. Hit me. Kalamazoo market updates. (laughs) Michael and Steve went to the Kalamazoo farmer's market again, uh, today. And on the drive there, we were, uh, commenting on how all of the trees are beginning to, or are in this beautiful color change mode. There were several trees that had really red leaves, which is a little hard for me to see with the red, green colorblind vision thing, but I could still spot the difference uh, pretty yellow leaves and everything. And, uh, your dad mentioned that your brother is going to be coming up to visit us along with his wife. I think they're coming Tuesday. And one of the things they want to see is they want to see the trees changing colors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're changing colors. The leaves are falling fast. So let me tie this back into the market update. We're driving to the market, and we noticed this, and uh, Steve and I were on a mission to get delicata squash this weekend. I think it's a a new treat that your parents are trying based on your recommendation. Yes. Which, that's a mixed bag. That may mean that they absolutely love it, or that they absolutely love it. I mean, that's just how (laughs) things work um, on this planet. So your, your dad got three delicata squash. Because it's new, they didn't want to get as many as I got, and they spent $10. Oh, yeah, we got a lot. Did we spend $10 on a we lot? We spent $12, and rather than getting three <laughs> delicata squash, we got three whole spaghetti squash, and I think like 15 or 20 delicata squash. Oh, my gosh, squash. we should have just given them three of ours. Well, I thought about that after the fact, but he got in there zippy-doo and like grabbed some and paid for them while I was still trying to figure out how I was going to cram all of them into the bag. Otherwise, I would have done that. I felt really bad about it. It's like, dude, you know, for $12, you can get a whole bag of that stuff. Yeah, because if I talked to my mom this morning and she said, oh, yeah, well, they'll keep in the the basement, right? I said, yep, they'll keep in the basement. They're just fine. And I sent her the recipes that we use for the taco pie, which, by the way, is not taco pie. It's called chili pie, which I don't know why, because it's not chili. In it's our taco. house, it's taco pie. Yeah, it's taco pie. I don't know. That's what's up. It is what it is. Farmer's Market Update Part 3. We went to Otto's Chicken and we restocked on boneless, skinless chicken thighs. And this time of year, there is something going on with supply. So they limit how many we can normally get. Oh, yeah. It's not this time of year. It's because of the, uh, it's just because of the, the issues they're having. The issues. Well, I don't like them issues. So what I did is I turned on the Michael charm. Oh, how many did you get? I didn't see how many you got. I think that they gave me like 
12 or something like that. Okay, because I called yesterday to see if I could get a case, and I was told, no, they, they aren't doing cases yet. What I said to, and it was the owner who was manning the, the cash register, he's like, how about eight? I, and I said, if you said eight, I'd say that's great. And then I said, if you said 16, I'd say, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he smiled. Um, and I can't remember what the number was, but I said something equally uh, rhyming and challenging and made like all the customers ahead of me who were still finishing their order laugh. But I, the, the charm got us some extra boneless, skinless chicken thighs. So it worked. Success. That's good. And to close things out, I, shocker, got cauliflower for Nicole because she makes delicious cauliflower mash for me. And she's like, get a couple. It didn't specify a number. So I got her three. And th- tell me about these cauliflowers, Nicole. They were average size, right? Well, I wouldn't say you got three. I would say you got... Heads of cauliflower equal to about seven heads, seven normal heads. They're they're really really big. They're huge. They're ginormous. They were really heads beautiful. Heads of cauliflower. Yeah. You were. You they're were large. Trimming away some of the extra leaves and stuff so that we can fit the stems. this crazy amount of stuff into our fridges. And we discovered one of them had a, like a little hollow at the base of. It has a hole. Which we'd never seen before. I mean, it was a naturally occurring hole, but this phenomena doo, 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 uh, was something that we had not really seen before. Yeah. So not magicalness. And that is your farmer's Nature. update brought to you by Nicole and Michael. Not just rainbows.net. Right. There you go. Well, this week I really uh, worked hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, and by contributing absolutely zero to the notes, we have some very detailed notes, and we're talking about an important topic today. Right. Well, I had some other topics that I thought we would talk about, but it was really a hodgepodge, mishmash, a whole plethora of topics. It was just a bunch of junk thrown and together. It's so good, we're saving it for you for future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't tell you which one it is. Uh, but instead, we're talking about laundry today. This is something that everybody has to do. And it seems that people either love laundry, or they hate laundry. Where where do you fall in that spectrum? I don't mind laundry. I, I really don't. It's there are people who love laundry and hate laundry. And then there's the people who don't mind laundry. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's but, you know, I do it. I'm good at it. I get it done. And I will never complain because having clean clothes that smell good and do not irritate my skin, I'm very, very thankful for that. And our laundry doesn't smell good. Our laundry doesn't smell like anything. Right. I would say. It's neutral. Yes. Our laundry doesn't have a scent. Some people really enjoy their laundry being, I'm going to say stinky because the smell of laundry detergent to me is stinky. But our laundry doesn't have a scent to it because we don't use scent-enhancing products. So I see that you have a whole bunch of good tips on here related to laundry. <laughs> um, very technical, very research-based, proven. How, how should we dig into this? I don't know. It's not really... I mean, this is research as in I have done 
the research over the years of what works for us, this what is, works for me. This isn't research. These are findings. Right. So evidence-based. I am the expert in this, this episode. The so, laundry queen. Right. So if this doesn't work for you, eh, sorry, it works for me. And this is what I've found works. And I think that this is the way that everyone should be doing laundry. Quite frankly, if this doesn't work for you, you're not doing it right. This is one of those, your your mileage may vary if you do it a different way. Right. So do it my way or, you know, you're just not doing it correctly. <laughs> All right. So I feel like I'm going to learn a lot here because I, well, I mean, the last time I did my own laundry was 20 <laughs> years ago when I lived on my own and I, I had a system down for my laundry. I, I had... <laughs> <laughs> extra socks and extra underwear so that I only had to do the laundry once a month. Right. When I met him, he owned 30 pairs of everything, so he didn't have to do the laundry very often. Now, that is a very, uh, <laughs> of my gender, of my persuasion, however we would want to say that, that's not uncommon that's for a life hack the right American there. male right there. That's a but life hack. But I tell hack. you, it worked. Yeah. That's that's an interesting way to do things. <laughs> so that was not the way to do it. But like, tell where do you start? Where do you begin learning laundry the proper way? I don't know. I just learned it over time, I guess. I do laundry probably every day. Maybe, I do a lot of laundry. Maybe we talk about some of the benefits. So the benefits of doing this correctly are your clothes will smell neutral and clean. Yay, obvious. But added benefits of your clothes will likely last longer, right? Correct. Yes. Right. We have, I mean, we have clothes that have lasted, I don't know, 15 years. And it's not because we are in desperate need of our clothing lasting 15 years. But, you know, you take care of your clothing and it will last a long time. If you buy expensive clothes that are, it's not like fast what is that kind of clothing called? Fast Fa fashion? Fast fashion. If it's not fast fashion, like you pay $8 for a pair of jeans or a pair of pants, if you're actually buying clothing that is meant to last a long time, if you take care of it, it will last a long time. But you have to do the work. You so this can save us money. Oh, absolutely. It will. Does it save us time? Um, Maybe. I don't know if it does or not. Depends. But doesn't matter because and and some of this comes down to everybody gets a favorite shirt or pants or whatever else. This will keep that favorite garment good to go, fresh, ready to wear yes. for an extended period of time to the Nicole level, which is measured in decades. Yeah, that's right. It will. You have you have smart wool socks that you have been wearing for twenty years. And no joke. 20 years. I just retired them this year because they don't have holes in them, but the fabric is starting to wear. Yeah. You can still wear them, no problem, but they probably should be replaced. But you can still wear them. And it's because I take care of them. So if if we start at the beginning of the process of soiled clothes that are in a hamper or laundry basket, and they're destined for the water slide that is the uh, washing machine. Where would one start? You need to prep your clothes for the washing machine first. You, 
Um, your clothes, I wash our clothes separately. <laughs> They're separate but equal, our clothing is. Your clothes get washed differently than my clothes because uh, your clothes smell. Yeah, more smellier. <laughs> they really are. All you, that dog walking I do, all of that sweat yeah. from playing video games and making web pages and digital ads. Well, it's hard work. You have gym clothes too, and those are some of the smelliest clothes. I have ever encountered. They are yeah. really, really stinky. They are my shame. They are gross. They're really, really gross. And those clothes, I wash completely separately. So gym clothes, for instance, and those are all wicking fabrics. And you want to treat those differently than you would like cotton clothes, like sweats and fleece clothing. So from a scientific standpoint, it sounds like you are segmenting the uh, garments to be washed based on some very scientific criteria. Yeah, you you really do. So you want to make sure that you're using the correct detergents and products for the clothing. First of all, we use just a couple of things. I use um, OxyClean, which is a combination of dry hydrogen peroxide and kind of a baking soda, like kind of a baking soda, but not baking soda. It's called sodium carbonate, which is similar to baking soda, but not really. Hmm. It's it's safe for my skin and I can use it and I don't break out an allergic reaction rash, which because I'm allergic to everything on earth. It's great. I love OxyClean. I use it all the time. I use their stain remover. I use their dry OxyClean powder stuff. Is that considered like soap detergent? Like that's the main thing that does most of the, the cleaning muscle power? Um, no. The main laundry detergent we use is called Ecos, which is a uh, surfactant laundry, like a normal laundry detergent, like Tide, but it's um, for people who have allergies. It's a uh, non-chemical-based uh, laundry detergent that has a um, a eco-friendly uh, booster built in that has a uh, like a coconut-based softener in it. It's a really great laundry detergent. I like it a lot. It doesn't have a scent to it because it's like free and clear Ecos. We get it from Costco, so I like it a lot. By the good gel in their huge containers. The- yes, it is ginormous. It's in a humongous container. So what I did It's a is, laundry detergent and a workout plan. <laughs> well, what I did is I bought a teeny tiny little container of it, which costs a small fortune on Amazon. And then I refill the tiny container with the enormous container from Costco. So, because the enormous container goes on sale at Costco all the time and it's not that expensive. Laundry detergent seems like a, a required element. What would happen if you didn't use OxyClean? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we also use uh, vinegar and... Um, I use a stain remover called BioClean, which is an enzymatic stain remover. The enzymes in it, I don't know. It kills odors. It's amazing. I've used it for quite a long time. It's great stuff. It really works. And then I use Otoban. So those are the things that I use. Um, oh, I did, I did a little cheat really quick because I've got a curious mind here. So 
the reason people use OxyClean is because it is really, really, really good at removing stains that are stubborn. So the, the ingredients help to break down stains in the wash. So you, you might wash your clothes without it and not get rid of the stains. Well, I, yeah, I do use OxyClean stain remover. Like if you spill something, you are, <laughs> you are a, uh, offender with stains and I use the stain remover on stuff and it really is a great stain remover. It works really, really well. You can spray it on there and it says to leave for 10 minutes. I just leave it overnight and the stain comes out. It's like magic. The key ingredients are sodium percarbonate, sodium carbonate, subcontents, and polymer. Yeah. Some people say, oh, you can make your own. Just use dry hydrogen peroxide and baking soda. I'm sorry. I don't have time to source the other ingredients <laughs> so of oxyclean. you're getting blocks of materials and yeah. hammers and scales <laughs> no. and stuff. And, and there, that, that would yeah. be the ultimate in thriftiness, but that's that's another level beyond what we want to do. Yeah. I'm just going to buy a box of oxyclean when it goes on sale at Costco and just use oxyclean already made that the nice people at oxyclean make for me. It's just so much easier. So step one, separate your garments into appropriate groups. Step two, make sure you're using OxyClean and Ecos or something similar. Is is there anything else that goes into that mix? Um, you need to prepare your clothing. Prepare the clothing that you're putting in the washing machine. It sounds like we're sitting them down having a conversation. Now, towels, we... Went through a lot of showers and everything, so. Well, you kind of are. So if you're washing clothes with buttons and zippers and you need to zip up your zippers on your clothing and if you have clothes like I have pajamas that have buttons on them, I button up the buttons and I turn everything inside out. It used to drive Michael absolutely crazy Still does. that all of his clothes would come back to him turned inside out. But at the same time... I don't like the extra steps. I don't want to have to flip my shirt to put it on. <laughs> well, and I don't turn his clothes right side out when I when he gets them back. The thing is... I get is them that, back clean and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. It, it, they oftentimes will come back inside out to him. The thing they is, is that... They come back inside out. <laughs> sometimes they turn right side out in the washing machine. But I turn all of the clothes inside out because washing clothes inside out helps them last longer, especially t-shirts that have images printed on them. Um, just everything. Turn it inside out. It's kind it, of like the, the out state, outside is the, the front of house pretty part for customers. The inside is the back warehouse that can take a beating. Yeah, it just, it works. It really, really works. Just turn everything inside out. I have been doing this for years and years and years, and it has served me well. And especially things like blue jeans. I don't wash a lot, of, a lot of blue jeans anymore because we don't wear a lot of blue jeans. But turn them inside out, zip up the zippers, button the buttons before you put it in the washing machine. Also, if you're washing blue jeans, wash the blue jeans separately. Do a load of only blue jeans, just blue jeans, because blue jeans are very abrasive hmm. and they will beat up any other clothing inside your washing machine. And you don't want blue jeans in there with your cotton t-shirts and, it, you know, a washing machine, everybody's dancing around. It's a 
it's a kind of a mosh pit in there and they're like <laughs> mosh pit. they're 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 not you know slow dancing in there they're really they're getting down so wash things separately so if, like when i used to do my month of socks um i they, they didn't always come out as soft as they had originally been um which may have something to do with all of that but I I use the if it fits it ships paradigm for that. Is that what you do too? Um, get as much laundry in there to make it fit, so you don't have to do as many loads. Um, no, no, <laughs> no. Because that's that that's what I did. We have a new washing machine in the past year. My old washing machine was I loved that washing machine so much. It was the washing machine we bought when we first moved into our house. It was. A, it had an agitator in the middle. It was not one of the fancy smart machines. It was wasn't designed necessarily to save water. Or oh no, no! If you filled it with water, it filled like to the top. It probably used a hundred gallons of water every load. Industrial wash. Oh yeah, it, it. But it died. There was no more using of the washing machine. There were- they did not have parts anymore for it. Yeah, you you could not fix it. When I called the person to have it fixed, there was a long pause on the other line, and he said, wow, that still works? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, I, I can't fix that anymore. He said, but you can buy a new one. I thought, oh, man. So we bought a new one, and our new machine I really like. It took me a while to really like it, but it, it feels like it uses a cup of water for each cycle and it it took me a while to mentally prepare myself and you have to you have to fit only don't fill your washing machine more than three quarters of the way full just don't do it because your clothes will not get clean they will not it is not meant to be jammed full of clothes i've watched a lot of tiktok videos where people just dump you know, five sets of sheets into their washing machine. And then they wonder why their their clothes don't feel clean. It's because they're shoving way too many clothes. In. Like trying to take a shower with 10 people in the shower, huh? It's, yeah, it, it's not going to work. It's totally not going to work. They You're using way too much detergent and you're putting way too many clothes in your washing machine. Hmm. All right, I'm learning stuff here. This is good. And if you don't have an agitator in the middle of your washing machine, if you don't have the little like post in the middle of your washing machine, you need to load your machine in the shape of like a a, a bagel or a donut. You need to put it your clothes in a circle. So pretend that you have the post in the middle of your machine and load the clothes around the edges because the the clothes need room to spin around. I don't know the scientific like background behind it, but I I, I read spins. I read the entire manual for my washing machine and I did a lot of research on how my washing machine works and the people at LG were very very clear. They said this probably like four or five times in the manual, make sure to load your clothes in a circle or the clothes will get stuck in the middle and they won't be able to agitate properly. So 
unclean mass of slog exactly. at the bottom. Otherwise, I bet the LG team are so proud of you that you actually read the instructions. You must be like in the top 2% of people who get appliances that people are like, I know how to use this thing. I read the manual for every appliance that we get. It's important to know how to use your appliances. <laughs> Got to know how to do stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. What, what a novel idea. So, yes. Don't load it more than three quarters of the way full and make sure you load it in a circle around the outside. Yeah. So I was always taught put the soap in last so that you kind of like do, 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 do over the top of the clothes and like as a little waterfall of, of water that fills things up, you kind of mix it in there and you're good. Um, and older washing machines, they usually don't have a spot like our old washing machine. It didn't have a fancy drawer. Our new washing machine has a drawer, which is very fancy to me that you put the detergent in. Older washing machines don't usually have that drawer. So you want to start the water and then put the soap in the bottom and then put the clothes on top. And this allows the soap to evenly disperse. If you put the soap on top of the clothes, usually the soap will just stay with the clothes that you put the soap on. So you want to put the soap on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Soap on the bottom. So yep. everything I have so far has been <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've learned so much. Thank you. But we're not done yet. What? We haven't even like hit the go button yet. Yeah. And now, now I'm just going to be like, tell me the right way to do this. I'm not even going to like, what I used to do was, what I used to do was wrong. Yeah. The, it's, I mean, laundry is not complicated, but I think that people... I don't know. Who's teaching people how to do laundry? Who is who is teaching people? You know, and the other problem that people have is they get their laundry detergent and they take the cap off the detergent and there are those little lines on the cap. And so they're like, oh, there's that line. I'm going to fill the detergent up to that line and put it in the, the washing machine. Well, those lines are a lie. Those little lines are lying to you. You are using way too much detergent. Two tablespoons. You do not need more detergent than two tablespoons. If you're using more than two tablespoons of detergent, you are really, you're screwing yourself over. I think if we had the, the cleanser companies as sponsors for our podcast, we might have just lost our uh, underwriting for things. No, Luckily, e we don't. Ecos, <laughs> on the Ecos cap, it's I measured it out. The Ecos cap has a, the line is two tablespoons. That equals, the, the lower line is perfect. But the upper line, I don't know what that upper line is for. I don't know who was, what kind of. So you're really not supposed to fill it to the brim. No, Tide, I don't know what kind of line Tide was talking about. And I've watched, um videos and gain has lines and i have no idea who made those lines on the gain cap but that's like over three quarters a cup of a detergent on the gain cap who is doing what kind of laundry that they need that much detergent probably a lot of socks well the problem is is that if you put that much soap on your clothes it doesn't rinse off and then you have this film that stays on your clothes your clothes start to smell because they're not rinsed off and you 
they start to mildew and it's just this unpleasant. It, it is unpleasant, but you, people don't understand why their clothes smell. So they want to add scent to their clothes because they're like, oh, my clothes don't smell good. I need to add more scent. So they start adding more detergent. And it's there's just this repeating cycle of irritation because their clothes smell and they don't know why their clothes smell. So they add more soap and it just, it's not great. And the soap builds up in your washing machine and people don't understand you have to clean your washing machine. Hmm. Yeah. How how do you clean the washing machine? Because like it, it, guy logic is well, you're putting soap in it. It's clean. How do you? What do you do to clean a washing machine? I we clean our washing machine. I clean our washing machine every thirty days. Do you I, get like a brush and scrub in there? Well, our washing machine just has a little little uh button that says washing machine clean and i just press it and it runs a cycle that's the washing machine cleaner and then i wipe down the seal on the inside of the washing machine with a a wipe and are uh, you add like pouring in some kind of special cleaner yeah there's uh oxyclean makes a washing machine cleaner powder thing but Honestly, you can just use a scoop of OxyClean. And in this case, don't use two tablespoons. Use an entire scoop of OxyClean. Like, so this you do want more. Yes, fill to the brim. All the way, OxyClean. And when you push the, I want to clean the, the washing machine button, it fills the washing machine all the way to the top with hot, hot, hot water. If you don't have the fancy... I want to clean the washing machine button. Just run it on the hottest setting with the largest load. And if you haven't cleaned your washing machine in a long time. Or ever. <laughs> or ever. Yeah. True for most people. You can um, take some white towels. And white is important because you're going to bleach them. Um, take some white towels and soak them in hot water and OxyClean. You can use bleach too, but I just prefer to use OxyClean because bleach is just, I don't do well with bleach. So if you want to use bleach, go ahead. Soak them in OxyClean and then put them in the seal, like around the top of the drum of the washing machine. There's a seal that will get cruddy. It will. It's just going to happen, especially if you leave the door to the washing machine closed It's and you have a front-loading washing machine. Those are notorious for getting mold and mildew buildup. So take those towels, open up the door, and kind of shove the towels into that seal where there's the crud built up and leave the towels sitting there, the ones that are soaked in OxyClean and hot water, and just leave them alone. Let them sit for an hour. Let them do their business. After an hour, take the towels out, put them into the washing machine. Add two cups of either OxyClean or bleach to the washing machine and run a cleaning cycle 
or a largest, hottest water cycle you can. This will clean the towels and it will clean the drum of the washing machine. And then I won't have as many stinky, weird conditions of stuff that I wash because I've actually cleaned all the residue and grunk off the inside of the machine. That's a new term, grunk. (laughs) Well, you need to make sure that you're cleaning the seal of the washing machine. You need to make sure you're cleaning the detergent cup. And you need to make sure if you're using fabric softener, you need to make sure you're cleaning that cup as well. Because that gets really gross. Hmm. Sounds kind of like teaching a child how to brush their teeth. You have to brush the tops and the bottoms. Yeah. The outside and the inside. But once you clean it all down and you get it clean once, as long as you keep up with it every 30 days, it won't be as much work. Hmm. Hmm. All I can say is hmm. Yeah. But I I can help. If I had known this when I lived in an apartment and the washing situation was that there was a coin-operated washing machine in the basement that everybody used. Oh, yeah. Oy. I can only imagine. Yeah, they were probably pretty gross. Thank goodness that you married me. I must have had, like, recently bought new clothes and caught you the week that I was wearing (laughs) the first time or something. I feel like, ooh, I did not do a good job before. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's once simple. you... It's simple. It's complicated in that there are steps. There's new processes that are out of the ordinary that people have to do. But it, like you're saying, it's really not that hard. It's just do this and make sure that you repeat. But you have to know that that's required in order to take advantage of that. Yeah. Hmm. The, um, the... The one thing that people do use is fabric softener and and downy, right? Well, downy is fabric softener. They like fabric softener and they like scent beads. Those are the big things right now. And I understand people like it because it makes their clothes smell better. Like, you know, the spring rain and the... The autumn breeze and the fresh meadow. Well, not taking a bath and putting perfume or cologne on your body, huh? Right. Well, those things that make your clothes smell better are also ruining your clothes (laughs) because they (laughs) (laughs) they're leaving a residue on your clothes. It's like a it's a fat. It's an oil that coats the fibers of your clothes. And it builds up over time and it makes the like the athletic wear and the waterproofing on your clothes, it makes it so that it it doesn't work. So it prevents the athletic clothes from wicking. It prevents the waterproofing clothes from waterproofing, I guess. And it's it's really not great for your clothes. So you really shouldn't use fabric softener. It's not great for your clothes at all. Is that why, like, if like if you're visiting somebody and, like, you're drying yourself off with towels in the shower in the morning and, like, the towel just can't get you dry? Yes, that is exactly that. why. Yes. You can tell, usually, if a person uses way too much fabric softener or if they have not 
if they're using too much laundry detergent because their their clothes or their their towels will feel like uh you yeah you won't be able to dry your hands off or it it feels weird it it's very like a it feels fatty almost it's it's hard to explain but once you feel it you're like oh yeah that's that's exactly it so the the fabric is nice and soft but it can no longer do what it was intended to do exactly and really the only way to get that fabric softener kind of residue off is to and i hate saying this but the only way to do it is to strip the the laundry and i don't like laundry stripping because it's not necessary so if you're listening to this right now laundry stripping is not necessary if you see those videos of the people stripping their laundry and they're like oh look the water is so dirty you should strip all your laundry no you do not need to strip your laundry if you wash your laundry normally like a normal person with regular detergent you do not need to strip your laundry that said if you are not doing laundry like a normal person and you are using too much detergent if you're using too much fabric softener or if you are not rinsing your clothes properly you need to strip your laundry before you start over you just you have to there's no other way to get around it so you will have to put your clothes in most people use the bathtub that's a great place to do it because you can put a whole bunch of water in there and most people use borax and i don't know why people are using tide because that's kind of defeats the purpose of taking detergent out of clothes by using a new detergent but borax is a uh, kind of a mild, it's a mild soap. It's and a powder, right? Yeah, it's something that I use sometimes when I need to get a stain out. It, it's a salt. It, it is. It's like a... Hydrated borate of sodium. Um, I, I don't know what it is. It, it just, it works. It really does. You can use borax and you can use baking soda. Some people use borax and vinegar. Um, some people use OxyClean. It, it just depends on what you want. Find your own recipe. Do what you will. But yeah, to get um, the the fabric softener buildup out of your clothes, you're going to have to do laundry stripping. Did you know that borax was first discovered in dry lake beds in Tibet? I did not. In the 8th century. I did not. And in the 19th century is when it started to be used for cleaning applications and other things became huh. a trademark fascinating i always like borax because it sounds like lorax like you know the the Susian character oh yeah yeah just fun to say borax 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 sorry <laughs> i digress all right michael moments <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So if you do stuff right, you save yourself time because then you don't have to do any stripping. And stripping is oftentimes an indicator that something else in the process is not going the way it should be. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If you do it right the first time, you won't have to do extra steps to 
make things right in the the long run. Yeah. Like if you, if your gym clothes start to have an odor, that means that you aren't, you're probably using too much soap. You're working out too hard. Well, and you know, maybe you need to add some vinegar to your, um, to your, to the loads of laundry and vinegar will help, um, get the stink out. It will. Or you can add some baking soda. Don't add baking soda and vinegar at the same time. We'll cancel each other out. Yeah, the chemistry experiment. Yeah, (laughs) just choose one or the other, whichever you have on hand. They're very inexpensive. You can add a quarter to a half a cup, depending on the load size. Either or. And your clothes will not smell like vinegar. I promise you they will not. Just add either or. Um, And it works. Vinegar works. Um, we use Otoban in our laundry because it just is amazing and it kills odors. Michael's gym clothes do not smell at all, and the Otoban works really well. One thing that I, I could never remember, there was like a bunch of complicated instructions as to whether to use hot, cold, lukewarm, based on color or stuff. Like I, I get the joke in like movies where somebody washes a wool sweater at can't remember if it's in cold or warm water, but they shrink it because they washed it in, in the wrong. Do you know anything about this of like how you crack the code of if you use hot or cold water for a wash? Well, I mean, I intuitively know what our clothes are washed with. I think that everyone has their own preference. When in doubt, you just go with cold or cool water and just look at the label. On your clothes, all clothes come with a tag on it, and every single tag says how to wash the clothes and how not to wash the clothes. Right, every single tag says how to wash it. It's very, very clear. Like your sheets have a tag that say how to wash them. Most sheets should be washed in warm water, and I know people just toss their sheets in the dryer on high because they're in a hurry and they just want it done. But I'm here to tell you, you should not do that because cotton sheets are going to get ruined, annihilated in the dryer on high. You should tumble dry low, low, as low as your dryer will go. And it's going to take longer, but your sheets are going to last a lot longer. And people who complain that their cotton sheets are rough or they have pilled or they're not lasting as long it's because they have thrown them in the dryer on high i promise you i guarantee you that's exactly what happened Hmm. tumble dry low and use dryer balls because you're not using fabric softener just get some old dryer balls they'll last 10 years and they're like 12 dollars what do dryer balls do do they have cleaner in it or are they literally just balls they're just wool balls with no they've they're just literally balls of wool and they'll help break up static electricity. So oh. your clothes won't be staticky and they just help so that the clothes don't stick together. And it's kind of like throwing tennis balls in your dryer so that things will um, not, I don't know. I don't know. At wool some balls. point in time, somebody somewhere figured out that that was a way to do it. They're like, doing laundry you know what i could do i could throw a wool ball in here <laughs> does it work with just one or do you have to have a couple i've got 
five in our dryer and they just live in our dryer. Just, you know, that's their little home is in our dryer. I've just have them in there and they just stay in there. Gear they, that you might not have known that you needed. I, I remember back in the early 2000s where everybody was like, oh, all you need in your wash, you, they had those plastic uh, downy ball things that you poured a little bit in and it had like a self-popping thing. That was like the extent of the technology that you would <laughs> use with your laundry. Right. And that's huh. when everyone used downy too. Interesting. That's fabric softener. You've changed the whole game, Nicole. Right. But we don't use our dryer probably as often as most people. We have a clothesline that I dry pretty much everything except for towels that's yeah. why you always say, like, in the winter when the, the heater's on downstairs, things dry faster down there. Right. When our boiler is on, our clothes dry very, very fast. In the summer, it takes it takes almost 24 hours for clothes to dry because it's colder downstairs. So I like the, the winter when the boiler's on and our clothes dry faster. <laughs> One observation with that, because a lot of people probably couldn't wash their clothes and wait 24 hours to use them again staying on like as much as you stay on top of regularly cleaning out the inside of the laundry uh, machines you also stay on pace and ahead of things i.e you don't have a month worth of socks and let it all pile up and when it's time you do them all at once you you stay ahead of the game so that you can dry them slow and have the fabrics last longer Right. Like our socks don't go in the dryer. They all get hung. They're all hung on the line to dry. But it doesn't take that long to dry. You do have a lot of clothes clips down there. Well, everything gets hung up. So it's, you know, it's just easier to hang it up and dry it. And clothes last longer when you don't throw them in the dryer. They really, really do. And if you have a favorite item of clothing that you like and you want it to last a long time just hang it up to dry Hmm. there you go bob's your uncle fanny's your granny superb well these are good tips do you is there more i don't know have we exhausted your your tips i see something at the bottom about allergy covers for pillows well, a lot of people like to do the the whole um, laundry stripping on their pillows because they, I don't know what it is with people in laundry stripping. They enjoy seeing the dirty water in their bathtub. And one of the main laundry stripping events is with pillows. Well, if you put allergy covers, zip up allergy covers on your pillows, your pillows will stay clean. So... Get new pillows, put allergy covers on them, washable allergy covers, and then every three months, wash the allergy covers. It's pretty simple. And then every six months, take your pillows and run them through the dryer on high for 20 to 30 minutes, and it will kill any bacteria or germs. Michael is a hot sleeper, and so I have to constantly be washing everything we have a mattress cover that gets changed every month i just wash the mattress cover it's a waterproof mattress cover it's not a big deal no laundry stripping involved 
everything's clean. It's, I don't know. People make things so much more difficult than they need to. Yeah. Yes, they do. I just was thinking of <laughs> myself in that context. I thought I was doing stuff that was making things easier for me, but it was actually the opposite. That would have changed my life 20 years ago if I had known that. Uh, the last thing that I spot on our notes is stuff about possibly uh, stain treating or odors. I think you talked about how vinegar can be used to remove odors, and we know that vinegar is like a magical thing that you use for a lot of cleaning-related stuff. Um, ultimately, there are going to be stains, spills, oopses, you know, sit sit somebody like me in front of a plate of spaghetti with pasta sauce and that sauce is going to get on me. You got any, uh, stain tips? Yeah, we use the OxyClean stain remover for stains, but if you have an old stain, like Michael had some dress shirts that had ring around the collar that we didn't realize was there until we got his shirts out and after the pandemic was over, he went back to work. This was with his older job. And the shirts came out and I thought, well, that's weird. These shirts were clean and the ring around the collar just appeared. Apparently that happens if shirts sit for a while. So I didn't want to throw the shirts away. And I thought, well, the worst that could happen is I can ruin the shirts. So you soak the shirts, you Dawn dish soap because it's got this blue, I don't know the science behind it. You cover the stain and this can be anything, not just ring around the collar. I've used this method on a uh, a shower curtain liner, a cloth shower curtain liner that I couldn't get the stain out. You cover it in Dawn dish soap and you soak it in hot water for one hour or whatever temperature the fabric will allow. So warm water, cold water, whatever. And then you rinse that off and soak it in OxyClean for one hour. I then be like the degreaser or something in the. I have no idea what the Dawn dish soap does, but make sure that you rinse off the Dawn dish soap because dish soap does not belong in your washing machine. That makes sense. I imagine you put it in there. You're going to have suds coming out of the top foam up to your neck yeah some people say oh just put you know just open your washing machine put um there are certain soaps for different parts of your house and dish soap does not belong in your washing machine so make sure you just rinse it off it doesn't have to be perfect but rinse it off soak with dawn dish soap for an hour rinse it off soak and oxyclean for an hour And then I sprayed it with OxyClean stain remover and just let it sit for about 15 minutes. I washed it as normal. The shirts were like brand new. Michael wore them to work. No one pointed and laughed at him. I was happy because my favorite (laughs) shirts were back in rotation. Yeah, it worked just fine. Shower curtain liner worked just fine. It was like a brand new liner. And because I'm very cheap, I didn't want to buy a new $10 shower curtain liner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why not use stuff until it's really, really dead and has to be replaced versus having to, you know, buy it over and over and over again. Right. I have money left over for snacks then. 
yeah, it works. Important stuff. Wow. My, my head is full of laundry facts and knowledge now. And the next time I talk to somebody about laundry, I can sound really, really smart. Like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you talk to people about laundry a lot? You never know. It could come up. I'm, I'm a pretty <laughs> social guy. It's like, you know, got to be prepared for a variety of topics that could arise from laundry to circuit boards to the economy. You never know. Oh, all right. So oh, thank you for that. Last thing. Yeah. Dog stuff. Dog stuff. Like dog beds and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just any dog thing. Um, any dog stuff that can be washed, harnesses, dog towels, dog anything. Not the dog, just yeah, dog accessories. dog thing. <laughs> dog accessories. Dog coats, dog blankets, dog sweaters, whatever that can be washed. I spray the crap out of it with BioClean Backout, which is an enzymatic cleaner, and I let it sit. Oh, rugs. Like if the dog vomits on a rug. Which happens. Which happens, yeah, in our house. Um, just make sure to vacuum it or, you know, shake off all the the bits. <laughs> <laughs> make and, it bit free. Crunch crunch right. free as much as you can right. first. And just spray the heck out of it with back out bioclean, which is enzymatic. And that stuff is magical. There will be it I just let it sit overnight. I have a tub downstairs that is the let it sit tub. And I don't know what BioClean does, but it does its thing overnight. And then I wash it like normal and there's no smell. So if you have dog stuff that stinks, BioClean back out. Just spray it. Just spray the heck out of it. I've never had it take the color out of anything. And I've sprayed dark gray stuff, hot pink stuff orange green i've sprayed all different colors and i let it sit for over 24 hours before no issues hmm. just wash as normal it is fantastic i buy bioclean by the gallon invest in it buy stock yeah it's really really great stuff i love otoban but otoban does not take out funky dog odors like back out does Word up. Make your house smell good. Yep. Well, this episode was brought to you by the Kalamazoo Farmer's Market. OxyClean <laughs> and vinegar. Remember, folks, you can keep your laundry clean if you clean it properly. Thanks, Nicole. Yep. Y'all can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. You can check out all of our show notes there. We often have links to helpful follow-up information. You can listen to all of the previous episodes, add your comments, and tell us what we should talk about next. We hope to hear from you soon, and we will see you next week in the interim. Take it easy. Goodbye. <laughs>